Hello, and welcome to the Partner Connection. This is Dell Technologies Partner Program Podcast, and I'm Cheryl Cook. And today I'm delighted to be speaking with Sam Grocott, who's our Senior VP of our BU Marketing at Dell Technologies. So hi, Sam. Thanks for joining. Cheryl, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. I know. We're long overdue. I'm delighted to have you join us. And I know the partners are going to be really thrilled to hear about all the exciting things we have going on. But first, why don't you share with our listeners and our partners a little bit about your role? And you have quite a lot, actually, (laughs) over all of our BU marketing. Yeah, I think since the last time I was on, things have changed quite a bit. But I thought I would just start with a little bit of my personal and professional background and build up into kind of what my role is now, just for a little bit of context setting. I was born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona. Shout out to Phoenix. Certainly love uh, visiting Phoenix, not this time of year, but uh, certainly my family and friends are all still based there. I graduated from school in the late 90s and really jumped on the, the bandwagon of tech boom. And it was either San Francisco or Seattle. And Seattle was ultimately where I decided. I started at a a small startup company called Isilon Systems back in 2001. I was employee number seven, so extremely, extremely early on. And then we were ultimately bought by EMC after we built out this category of new storage called scale-out storage. So very proud of what we were able to accomplish there. Then as part of EMC in 2010. And then, of course, Dell, I think, Cheryl, was it 2016? It's been a while yeah. now. Yeah. EMC. So, I know, quite uh, a run. Absolutely. So... I think from a context standpoint, you know, I've benefited from working at the smallest of small companies and now the largest of large companies, and certainly in the tech space. And all along the way, whether it was being a customer of a partner or certainly supporting our go-to-market with our channel partners at those companies, I've definitely got a pretty strong, vast experience working with your partners here, Cheryl. So I think it's in my DNA. I think it's fully built in. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, excited about that. So as we flash forward to now, I run what we call Dell Technologies Business Unit Marketing. And that does span essentially everything that we sell. So whether it's our client business with laptops, displays, and peripherals and everything else, certainly to where I was born and raised on the infrastructure side. So data center, cloud, edge, compute, data storage, data protection, et cetera. I span all of those functions, including our services organizations, around building out what we think about product marketing capabilities, such as product messaging or positioning, certainly all of our product launches and training and enablement. Certainly, I spend a lot of time on how we're building perception in the market via thought leadership and customer stories. And then I have a fairly large competitive intelligence team that helps us keep us on our toes here, Cheryl, to make sure we're empowering our customers with the most differentiated message and certainly our sellers, including our partners, on how to win out there. So really, really excited about my role here. And it's definitely, it's gotten broader as I've moved forward here at Dell and it's a lot of fun. You and your team have been great partners, not just to the partner community, but our team too, because I often tell people that one of our biggest advantages is the breadth of our portfolio. And one of our biggest challenges is how to keep it simple and how to work on the messaging and how to keep us all aligned on the distinct advantages. And our partners would be very familiar with your 
competitive intelligence team that really builds Clue and they leverage that capability in the tool and we give that to them to use. So you've been a good team player on helping us really drive our launches, our messaging, our campaigns that I know all of our partners benefit from. So we appreciate that very much. And the DNA of your partner background shows. So that helps us. One thing I'd love to dig into our conversation here, one, it's probably one of the most exciting things we have going on in the company. And two, it's inarguable around the trend of as a service, the inherent realities that a lot of our partners and customers are navigating around multi-cloud. And we had one, the exciting opportunity to come back in person at Dell Tech World in May, but we had quite a lot of messaging and communicating around Apex, our multi-cloud, this notion of multi-cloud by design rather than by default that seems to really be resonating a little bit. And we're really at an exciting time of where we're doing what we said we'd do, right? We initially announced it a couple of years ago. We're now expanding the capability globally. It certainly is available to our partners in many markets around our flex on demand and our Apex custom offers. Talk a little bit about the journey because you've been there from the beginning on how we've taken a vision of taking all of our offers and bringing them and making them available as a service. Yeah, it, it's been an exciting run and I kind of feel like I was at the beginning of what in terms could be thought of as a startup within Dell, just about two years ago now, working with Jeff Clark and the rest of the leadership team, we saw this mega trend coming of the shift to as a service and flexible consumption. And we really were listening to our customers around how they wanted us to help go solve that. And that's ultimately where I was able to help kind of guide and steer where we are today from an Apex perspective from the front row. So it's been a fun, and to your point, it's been a great journey. But when we think about Apex, what our customers are thinking about is really, it kind of boils down to what are they doing about cloud and really a cloud experience. We often hear, Cheryl, about organizations that are moving to a cloud-first policy. And then what they mean by that is they really love the experience that, you know, frankly, the public cloud is unlocked of this agility and speed to deploy and ease of use that the cloud experience has provided. But now they want that everywhere. They want that certainly within the public cloud, but now as they look at multiple clouds and they certainly look at their on-prem infrastructure and the edge, how do they bring that same cloud experience across their entire infrastructure set? So when we hear cloud first, what we definitely do not hear is public cloud only. I think that is a major misnomer in the industry. They're not talking about public cloud exclusively. In fact, they're talking about all of their clouds. And you know, when we look at the data, we know that over 80% of companies have more than two clouds already today. And many have five, six, or seven, depending on their SaaS deployments and their infrastructure deployments. So what's happened, Cheryl, is they've woken up and they've really looked at all these different clouds that they've deployed. And they've kind of fallen into this, what we like to talk about, this multi-cloud by default where they didn't really planfully move in this direction, but one day they looked at their entire infrastructure footprint and they're like, well, voila, we've got a multi-cloud by default and we woke up and it's, it's just everywhere. So we know that it's really impossible for organizations to really succeed with a singular cloud strategy or frankly, a singular on-prem data center strategy. Those days are just completely over because they're going to need 
the proper mix of being able to do that, but they want that simplicity and ease of use and efficiency. And that's where they really, we talk about with our customers, certainly the opportunity to do multi-cloud by design. So doing it purposefully, doing it backed by a strategy and being able to planfully navigate this world of multiple clouds, whether it's again in their data center or at their co-location facilities, certainly in the public cloud and then way out to the emerging edge, we really see that as an opportunity to help simplify their multi-cloud environment. And, and Apex is the key for us. And it's the key for our customers to really unlock that. It gives them that seamless cloud experience wherever their data and applications are located and delivers it in an as-a-service consumption model. So they can consume our best of breed Dell hardware and software and services and pay for it and consume it any way that they want to achieve their various business outcomes. So we really, really see it as a big opportunity. And look, the market is moving here, Cheryl. Like recent study from Forrester just released that 64% of IT decision makers are shifting their spend from CapEx to OpEx or using flexible consumption models to do that. And 49% of those customers, almost half, are overwhelmed by the complexity of technologies and too much choice, essentially. So again, that's, that's really poking at that multi-cloud by default approach. So we think we can help them there. And certainly our partners and our Dell Partner Program is really built around unlocking this multi-cloud by design capabilities via the Apex solution portfolio, which is the broadest in the industry. And frankly, for our partners out there, we certainly feel strongly that our incentives are built around not only promoting their high value-added services, but also is one of the most lucrative in the industry in terms of margin retainment and growth. So we're really proud of our program that Cheryl, you and the team have put out, but certainly our customers are super excited about what Apex is doing to help them ultimately unlock a multi-cloud by design approach. Yeah, and you know, I think there's really something very powerful, at least you know, as I've engaged and had conversations with partners around the approach you just outlined, which is really one size does not fit all, right? And the right. fact that we're acknowledging both the complexity, but the adoption curve, frankly, of customers, enabling and allowing us and our partners to meet our customers where they are. Because the right answer is that different workloads, different use cases are better suited to reside at either on-premise or a colo, as you said, or in public cloud, where their applications and their data reside. And this approach really enables us, again, like I said, to meet our customers where they are. And I think that's actually quite powerful, seems to be resonating with the conversations I've had with our partners. And as you said, not just is the program tailored to ensure that our partners can take advantage of this trend, both in the incentives and the enablement, but we've done quite a lot to support this motion for our partners too, with training as well as sales specialty and specialists, because our partner community is quite large. And we have partners that today are cloud service providers. We have solution providers. We have OEM customers and partners leveraging our Apex portfolios. So talk a little bit about some of the enhancements in the announcements we just made at Dell Tech World. And as the partners navigate and see this huge opportunity, I've described it as I almost feel like this trend of both the pressure on time, 
time is such a commodity now for everyone. The pressure is immense to deliver business results and the complexity. So Apex goes squarely at that, right? Help them go fast, help them go agile and navigate the complexity. But when we talked about Project Alpine and we talked about the strength of our partner ecosystem, I feel like this is almost the opportunities coming to the partners. They are so well positioned with their expertise and capabilities to really help take this to the next level. So talk a little bit about some of the announcements we made at Dell Tech World and where we're headed, like delivering against our commitment on taking all of our offers for Apex. We made some exciting announcements. Let's talk a little bit about those. Yeah, and Cheryl, just to build on your point, like our customers are often turning to their partners as their trusted advisors to help them guide and build a multi-cloud by design. And now with Apex from Dell, I think that's one of the most powerful tools in their toolkit, so to speak, in terms of being able to enable that and help our customers kind of advance their digital transformation. So I think to your point is they're the best suited, and that's why we're so focused on enabling them and helping to deliver a program and capabilities and offers that meet their needs to meet their customer needs. So it's, it's a really great partnership. And you're right, you know, we've been just over a year since we announced Apex. We certainly have innovated across the portfolio. Our partner program, our partner capabilities have just been revamped over the last month. So there's a lot more integration opportunities. We've expanded geographic coverages across the US and EMEA and APJ. So we feel really good about that. But we did make a range of announcements at Dell Tech World just last May, I guess just a few months ago, that really helped to kind of not only amplify and provide new solutions with what we have today, but also showcase where we're going in the future. So one of the top conversations that our partners and certainly our customers are constantly pulled into outside of multi-cloud is cyber. Like, Cheryl, what the heck are you doing with cyber? Like, that is the most common boardroom relevant conversation we're hearing every single day. Our partners and our customers are constantly bringing that up. So Dell has had a long history in providing cyber recovery solutions, and we introduced our first cyber recovery as a service solution via Apex Cyber Recovery Services at Dell Technologies World. And that really helps provide that seamless cloud experience for our customers that are looking to really simplify the recovery and, you know, heaven forbid you actually are attacking a cyber attack, which is going to happen. It's just a matter of when, not if. This solution really provides a seamless, fully managed solution to help you recover from any cyber attacks that you're hit with. You know, our Apex customers and partners certainly can protect their data across AWS, Azure, and Google. So we're supporting that in a multi-cloud deployment model. So whether it's a singular public cloud or multiples, or within your own data center, we can cover your cyber recovery service needs with APEX. So we're really putting that partner in the prime seat to be able to consult and advise customers on this conversation of cyber. And we expect to kind of continue to expand that across multiple geos as we go forward. So very, very excited about that. And then you mentioned Alpine, Cheryl. I mean, APEX Project Alpine is something we announced at the beginning of the year. We actually demonstrated it at Dell Technologies World. And the idea behind Project Alpine is taking that same Apex mindset of a modern cloud experience consumed in a modern way via subscription. We're now gonna be taking our storage software that runs in your data center, in our storage arrays, 
and taking the software and running them natively in the public cloud. So again, whether it's AWS, Azure, Google, et cetera, you're gonna be able to have a seamless movement of your data from your on-prem to the public cloud and back via Project Alpine. We'll cover file, block, object, and data protection protocols and use cases. And it's going to unlock the developer to really start to write their applications and really deploy them wherever they need them, wherever they need a consistent cloud native experience. They can do that on-prem and certainly do that where they most commonly do it in the public cloud and still have that same great Dell storage experience, that same operating model. So very, very excited about that. Our portfolio is bigger and broader than ever. We do span the entire portfolio that your ability to consume Apex any way you want across all of our products. So it's an exciting time and we've got a very exciting set of announcements to come in the second half of this year. I really think these are fabulous expressions of our commitment and acknowledgement of the power of the partner ecosystem and back to meeting your customer and their applications and their workloads where they are. You wouldn't have thought several years ago the partnering with AWS and Google would be as strong and strategic as it is. But for our partners, what I think is so powerful about Project Alpine is it really protects and preserves a lot of these partners' skills, expertise, investments that they've all made over time in our market-leading storage technology. We have tremendous intellectual property. The fact that we're taking our intellectual property and now allowing that to run native in these public clouds for our partners that have all their expertise and knowledge around that software they can now extend that and really, really help their customers maximize the ecosystem, maximize the opportunity to run the workload where it makes sense, but extend and leverage their investment and their skills around Dell storage. So I think it's really powerful and just a great expression of more to come on how the innovations, the market leadership, the scale and the reach and expertise we have in our core product categories, clearly storage and cybersecurity, and we're extending and empowering our partners to be able to leverage that. Absolutely, and it's just gonna keep continuing, Cheryl. I mean, like I said, our roadmap is robust and exciting, and we've got some announcements coming up here over the next month that's gonna extend Apex even further. And then as we deliver Project Alpine into the public cloud and all those different protocols, file, block, object, data protection, done via cyber protection or standard, like we're going to be able to enable that very, very quickly. So it's an exciting time and customers and our partners are really going to look at Dell very differently over the next year than they have in the past and that we are enabling this, the industry's broadest kind of multi-cloud ecosystem and meeting our customers wherever their data and applications live. So whether it's all the way in the public cloud or all the way out to the furthest edge of the universe with the edge, we've got them covered and everything in between. So it's an exciting time. Absolutely. Like I said, I think the opportunity, you know, our partners have been enjoying some record performance and phenomenal growth with us. And I think the future remains bright, right? I mean, it's just tremendous growth opportunity. So let's switch topics a little bit because we all talk about digital transformation and the challenges and the impact that that's having not just in the broader market, but we're not immune ourselves, right? I mean, we inside Dell are modernizing our capabilities. We're doing a whole lot around this digital transformation of our own. And we've spoken and I've spoken publicly about some of the investments we're making in our own marketing, right? Around 
our data initiatives and our automation and modernization. How is that impacting the way you're working and the way you're thinking? Because I know each of us are touching an element of this transformative world. And I tell some people, I wasn't born in marketing, but I'm having a ball right now because the opportunity to really deliver this personalization at scale, how do we get highly relevant? How do we engage our partners and our customers in a way that they want to be engaged? And with all these new opportunities and tools, not to mention what has been accelerated via the pandemic, talk a little bit about how the digital transformation is impacting your team and where you're driving your marketing efforts. Yeah, it's definitely something that we think about a lot. And as you know, you know, even just tying back to Apex, that is a company-wide transformation. And what happened was we had the market dynamics of this shift to as a service and modern consumption. Then we got hit with a pandemic. <laughs> so why not? You know, let's throw that in the mix. So it really threw everything into like full speed, you know, warp speed, I guess, for you Star Trek freaks out there. <laughs> We had to move so much faster than we thought we would have to. And it's been fun. It's been super fun. You know, we think about some of those big changes within marketing, like even in Dell Tech world, just wrapping up, we knew that was not going to be like any other Dell Tech world. It was our first large scale in-person event post pandemic. And we knew that customers were not going to come in the way that they came before in terms of numbers and turnout although our partner community certainly turned out, that's for sure. But the end user customers, they're taking a much more guarded approach because one, of course, the pandemic is still going on, but I think more systemically and importantly over time, they're just not going to come back. I mean, they, they're, we're never going to get back to the way it was before from an in-person event standpoint. And I got to be honest with you, Cheryl, I don't want it to come back. I think the benefits and the experiences that I personally have had where I'm not traveling every other week and our customers and our partners are kind of in that same boat where we were on the road constantly because that's the way we did business. That's the way we Mm -hmm. communicated was in person. Those days are not gone, but they're not going to be back the way it was before. So this shift to this digital first hybrid model for things like events is going to continue forward. We certainly pulled that off at Dell Technologies World. We had both a full digital experience that you got probably 70 to 80% of the content, certainly our much more technical content. We wanted to make sure we shared with everybody, regardless of if you were there or not, but then we did provide a very fun and exciting and differentiated experience in person for those that could make it. So that hybrid model, we haven't fully figured it out. I don't think the industry has, but certainly that is here to stay. I think events are going to continue to come back in a smaller form, but having a digital first consumption model for information for things like product launches and events, is going to be really, really key. And another thing I would say, one other example of transformation that I'm very much focused on is, you know, we used to, and frankly still do at times, when we do a major product launch, we would fly everyone out to be in person. We would do our large digital event we would do, it would be an hour, hour and 15 minutes. We'd have your typical execs walk on and talk about the world is changing. And certainly we would have subject matter experts and demo people come on and show some videos and we'd have our customers and partners. You know, that would be over an hour to launch a very critical product. Those days are also over. I need to be able to launch 
a major product and communicate it to our partners and our customers and to the market in less than 10 minutes. Like I don't have an hour because no one's going to listen for an hour. Those days are over. So if you can imagine being built in a marketing organization that is optimized for a time window of an hour to get that down into 10 minutes, that's a pretty radical shift. So we're spending a lot of time figuring out how we can communicate and deliver you know, hard-hitting, factual, deeply technical content that can, can be sued by our customers in the way they want and where they want. So it may not ever be on a Dell property. It could just be on YouTube. It could be on the properties where our customers and partners are consuming information. So those are a couple of examples that we're going through, but this company-wide transformation that we're on, we're in year two of it now. It's a multi-year journey. So I would say we may be getting close to the halfway point, maybe, Cheryl. I don't, I don't know, but it's going to be a lot more work to be done. But marketing is absolutely going to be at the forefront in how we communicate, how we sell to customers and partners, and how we kind of make sure that we can deliver the outcomes our customers want in a new, innovative way. Absolutely. And I know we're up on time here, but marketing, when you talk about life cycle engagement, life cycle opportunity of customers, particularly in the world of Apex and in this as a service, is going to become ever increasingly more important. I spent over 30 years in sales and I love my sales team and everybody, but we have so much compelling evidence that if a customer can get to a yes and get right. to what they need and what they want sooner, faster, because we're giving them relevant content and engagement, they'd rather do that before they have to talk to their salesperson. So it's only going to continue. And as I said earlier, I think time is the precious commodity now because the world is moving so fast. Businesses have to be responsive. They have to be able to deliver results. We could probably talk for two hours. I love having you on here. But in closing, what would be your big call to action for our partners around Apex? As I said, we're launching and expanding all of our global new capabilities. But what would be your big call to action? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear. Certainly lean into Apex. It is the future of IT. It's how customers want to consume and how they want to manage their multi-cloud environments. They want to do it in a planful, designed way, not by accident or default. They're going to need all of you to help them navigate that and help to choose what's the right approach. And then certainly, again, with the Dell portfolio with Apex offers, we feel like the breadth of our portfolio can help you deliver the solutions that your customers are looking for wherever they want. And to your point, Cheryl, wherever their data and applications live. So lean in. We got a ton of great enablement content out there for you. And we stand by and they're ready to help partner with you to deliver this to our customers. Thanks for your continued advocacy for the partner community and all of your teamwork. You're a great colleague and a good business partner. So here's the way I always love to wrap. And I know we've had you on here before, but as we wind down here, share maybe a fun fact about you, Sam, other than that you're from Phoenix, you know, and I'm in Texas, arguably our Texas heat this summer is about as bad as Phoenix would be. But yeah. what's a fun fact about Sam that we might not know about you? Yeah, yeah I thought about this. I don't remember what I heard last time, Cheryl, but this one is a little more serious, but it, it's actually relevant and breaking. So my wife, Alex, who I married just over, I guess, 12 years ago now, 
she moved here from Ukraine when she was 14. And we just had six of her family members arrive a month ago as part of the United States Ukraine refugee program. Oh, I love that. So we are super crazy in this household right now. You can imagine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I scrolled away in my basement to do this podcast, but so far things have worked out, but it's just, it's been really rewarding and we're certainly blessed to be able to help them out any way we can and help them transition into the United States here. So very, very excited about that and happy that they're safe with us. So I guess just, you know, as this, you know, horrible atrocity continues to go on in Ukraine, I would just encourage everyone to help out wherever you can because every little bit counts. So thank you uh, oh, for inviting well, me on, Carol. I appreciate I it. I know. Well, thank you for sharing that. Big virtual hugs to yeah. your wife and her family. And we pray for Ukraine. And as you said, it's just unprecedented. It's actually pretty hard to believe in 2022, something like that would be happening. But I am thrilled that they are safe and they are with you, even if your house is crazy <laughs> with everybody there. But Again, thanks so much, Sam, for being here, and we appreciate all you do. Yep. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Cheryl. Well, Sam, thank you again for taking the time to speak with us. I know our partners love hearing from you. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, rate, review, and give us your feedback. And be sure to join us in the next couple of weeks for our next episode of The Partner Connection. Until then, I hope everyone be well and stay safe.